I lost 10 pounds. It was like food became even more tastier through this program. The way that you were having me eat finally got my metabolism moving in a way that it should have been probably all along. It's definitely consistency that makes the difference and not those one-off days. I've leveled up in the self-love that I thought I could have for myself and like what I can accomplish. And I definitely feel like, man, I could maybe just do anything. Welcome back to the Fun Size Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten, and you are about to hear from one of my most recent petite graduates of my one-on-one VIP coaching program. Her name is Liz, and although she has achieved some incredible things along this journey, her story is not uncommon. Like many people, she was doing so many of the right things before working with me. She was active every day, lifting weights, eating healthy, doing all the things, but she just wasn't seeing the results that she wanted. After reaching what felt like rock bottom confidence, she reached out to me and with just a few tweaks to her current lifestyle, she was making progress better than ever before. And I cannot stop raving about this girl and I could go on all day, but I'm gonna let her tell her own story today. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Liz. Hi, thank you so much for having You found me from my podcast, right? Yes, I did. Do you remember what episode it was that you listened to? Oh, I don't. Um, but I literally just typed in the like um, Apple podcasts. I typed in macros and you were one of the first ones that popped up. And it was one of your episodes that was specifically talking about like calculating macros. That's too funny. I feel like there's so many podcasts that probably talk about macros that it's just, it's interesting that mine popped up. But anyway, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, like where you're from, what your hobbies are? Tell yeah. us about Liz. Yeah. So I am 33 years old. I am five foot. I live in Bend, Oregon. I have my own dog walking and dog training business. Which I think is so fun. I like love seeing <laughs> your stories. Thank you. It is, uh, it's definitely, I made the career change a few years ago and it's been just so rewarding and I love it so much. I love working with animals and, um, and it's a very active job. So um, I'm out walking, um, every day. And when I'm not working, I'm hiking, I'm camping, I'm going on road trips. So I'm a pretty, pretty outdoorsy person. Yeah. So I live in Bend, Oregon with my fiance and our mini Aussie Max. And I am almost five years sober. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, I quit drinking in 2018 and that was definitely the beginning of a huge change in my life um, that has brought me just uh, countless amazing blessings that I, I can't even begin to to describe. But yeah, it's been quite a journey since then. So um, so yeah, life has been pretty amazing in the last five years, I would say. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what nutrition and fitness looked like before working with me? Yeah. So before you, I definitely had some stints of going to the gym. Um, 
and working out at home and trying different workout videos on YouTube and trying to eat like quote unquote healthy. Um, and it just didn't really lead me in, in any way of like the direction that I wanted to go, um, permanently. I, I really didn't see any changes in how I felt or how I looked, um, anytime that I was trying these things myself. Yeah. And specifically like within like the last or the three months prior to working with me, I know that in your application, you had said that you started in January and you were like really gung ho on it and just weren't seeing changes at all. Can you talk a little bit about like how you were feeling about all that? Yeah, I was feeling really hopeless, to be honest. Um, I was working out like six days a week at home. Um, lifting weights. I was meal prepping and trying to eat healthy. Like I had read about macros a bit and I was trying to eat as much protein as I could. And it just felt like I was doing all of the things and nothing was happening. And um, I struggle with like body dysmorphia. So I was taking photos of myself and I wasn't seeing a difference. And I was wondering, is that just me? Am I just not seeing it? Um, but yeah, it was definitely just like a really hopeless state of mind for me to be in. Yeah. And what was it that made you finally reach out to me? Like it was it finding that podcast? Was it, you know, a, a total just hopeless mental breakdown? It was definitely a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just remember I was in a conversation with a friend who was talking about um, her health journey and she was celebrating some wins and I couldn't really celebrate with her because I felt so terrible about myself. And that night I went home and was just scrolling all the fitness stuff on Instagram and was just like, why can't I feel happy with myself? And I went on your website. I had, you know, listened to your podcast before I went on your website and I saw like what you offered and I just said to myself, you know what, I think I want this bad enough that I can make it work no matter what it might look like. So I just reached out and decided to get in touch with you and see like what the next steps would be. Yeah. And on your consult call, we talked about how you were working out from home and you really just felt super intimidated by the gym, but you agreed to go one day per week. Cause we talked about how like you needed the progressive overload to continue to challenge your body more, challenge your muscles. Um, and how like your home weights, although they were great, you needed a little bit more. Um, so you agreed to one day per week and now 16 weeks later, you posted on your stories that the gym is your happy place. <laughs> I would love if you could share what that process was like from you from like the moment you were like, Oh my God, I don't know if I can do one day. And then now I'm doing six days a week and I freaking love it. Yeah, honestly, it, it surprises me. Um, <laughs> I, I was terrified. Like I had had stints of going to the gym in the past and I knew that I would be afraid again. Like I always am when I start going to the gym, just this like debilitating fear of like, everyone's watching me. Everyone knows that I don't know what I'm doing like everyone's critiquing me. And this was just this real deep fear that I had. And even though I knew that it was not really based in reality, it was what I felt like every time I walked into the gym. So 
when you, you know, told me that we were going to give it a shot, I just knew that I had to move through that fear and that I had been in the gym before I could do it. It was possible. I just really needed to, to move through that fear. And I think a part of me like put on some kind of like a mask in the gym. Like I, I was telling my fiance the other day, I feel like sometimes I go in there with like a mean mug almost like to protect myself. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way. I have to say like the other day I noticed it too. I'm like, the gym is one of the one places that I feel like the most confident and I can walk in and strut my shit. Like it's the buddy's business. And I'm like, why can't I just do that? Like in the grocery store? Why is it the gym is the place that like, I, I like walk like a, um, I don't know, like an old school bodybuilders with my like traps. Like it's ridiculous, but (laughs) go on. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I feel like now I'm kind of struggling to not have like a, a, like a little bitch face on at the gym, (laughs) but, um, but no, I think I just kind of had to puff up a little bit and just pretend. And that has like, I mean, the fake it till you make it mentality does, apply I feel like in in some instances and for me I just had to move through that and um yeah I started noticing that I could walk in there and not feel like crippling anxiety and fear after the first few times and then it became something that I couldn't uh, I couldn't wait to do like slowly over time that fear was replaced with like excitement and um yeah And, and you know your detailed workout plan that you gave me definitely helped me to know exactly what I was doing when I went in there and to know that I was going to do it right. I wasn't going to look like a dummy. Um, so yeah, that was extremely helpful. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of it too. Cause like, if you are going in there and you're like, I don't have a plan for today and you walk over to a machine and then you're like, oh, I don't really feel like doing this. or I don't think I'm doing it right. And then you like bounce over to another one. And then you're like, I'm going to go back and try it. That's where it looks like you're not you don't know what you're doing kind of thing, but following something, you just, it almost forces your brain to focus on the thing that you're supposed to be doing, not the thing that you're worrying about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, so as far as the nutrition side of things goes prior to working with me, it seemed that reaching your protein goal was one of the biggest struggles. And on the very first coaching call we had, where we sat down and we mapped out your meal plan, using all the foods that you already knew and enjoyed. Um, And then we just filled in the gaps with the protein sources. And all it really took was a few tweaks of what you were already doing to make it more ideal for your body. Do you remember how that felt and what it was like to implement the tweaks? Yeah. Um, So I definitely think when I was trying to do it myself, I was exaggerating to myself about what I was actually doing. Um, Like I thought that I was really getting close to that protein goal every day. So why weren't things changing? And I really thought I was eating healthy because X, Y, Z. So why was nothing changing? And I realized through the beginning of, of our program, when I was actually tracking every single thing and you were seeing what I was eating, um, it, it was just like a definite beginning of a mindset shift where I was like, oh, I actually am not really hitting these goals. I'm not really able to be that creative on my own with what I'm eating and, and how I'm implementing this and that. And, um, yeah, when you were helping me fill in the gaps, like that changed everything. 
And I really thought that I, I really thought that it was almost too much food at first. I was like, I don't even understand how this <laughs> is going to work because like I was so used to um, like not eating all morning and then being like starving by lunch and then overeating and then being bloated and then starving until dinner and then overeating and then being bloated. So, Oh my God. It's such a vicious cycle. It is. And so you helping me learn to like eat at certain increments at certain times of the day and your recipes and your food ideas. It was just like, why haven't I thought of that myself? It was honestly like, it kind of smacked me in the face a little bit. And, um, but I, I was open, I was open to it. And and I was very, very surprised to see that it was working. Oh my gosh. Such a, it's so crazy. And I remember like in the beginning and you were being like, oh my God, I actually really love all of these foods that I'm eating that I don't want to change it. Like we had several weeks where I'm like, okay, we need to like switch it up because I don't want you to get like so sick of these foods and these meals. And you were like, no, I'm like really enjoying this. <laughs> Yeah. And then when we would change it, I was finding just like all kinds of things that I would never have thought of. Like, um, and, and I don't know, it was like food became even more tastier through this program <laughs> that, yeah, it was just like, it was, it was great. Why do you think that? Um, I think that the way that you were having me eat finally got my metabolism moving in a way that it should have been probably all along. And was making me, I, I don't know, it was just like the perfect times of day where you were setting me up for when I should be eating was exactly when I got hungry. And it was the perfect amount of hungry for what I was about to eat. And yeah, and because it was stuff that I liked and really good recipes that you posted, I don't know, I felt like, yeah, there was just like a definite, like real uh, appreciation for food that that came back. I love that. Yeah. So much. <laughs> um, I don't know if you even realize this, but you started around 1700 or it was 1750 calories per day. That was kind of where you were averaging that first week when I had you tracking and not counting macros, but just tracking for the sake of tracking. Um, and then over the first three to four weeks, I brought your calories up to 1850, which is about where your body started to kind of plateau and by plateau it just wasn't showing signs of making any progress like you were making progress you were dropping weight those first three weeks even though your calories were increasing and then we got to a point where it was kind of just like yep yeah, we're gonna stay here and that's when I knew to kind of flip the switch we're gonna go back down now but very slowly um and we went so slow that you ended the 16 weeks at 1700 calories really cool which is only 50 on calories less than when you started knew how is to that mind-blowing to do what? that and yeah I mean I definitely I thought you know like I think a lot of us think you need to be um really taking in a lower amount of calories to see a difference because it's basic math right like if you're gonna expend this amount of calories and you have to eat less or um, you know, that just it makes sense. So like eating more at that one period was definitely, it was very shocking to me. And, you know, I mean, when we started this, I thought to see any results, I was going to have to go to the gym, like every single day, for two hours a day, and eat, you know, very just bleh, bland foods. And um, so yeah, that, that 
calorie count really was surprising. I just really had to trust that you knew what you were doing. So, <laughs> How quickly do you, would you say that you gained that or found that trust? Oh, pretty immediately. I would say definitely within, I, I trusted you from the beginning, but then once we actually got into it and I started to see the results, then I absolutely, like I was sold. So on top of not having to go to the gym for two hours, um, you also didn't have any additional cardio requirements, which is something that most people will not believe. Like calories increasing and losing weight is something that's really hard to wrap your head around, but especially not having any cardio on top of your daily walking that is required by your job. Um, I would love for you to like, just kind of share a little bit more about like what your job entails and how much walking that looks like. And then I'll explain why there was no additional cardio. Yeah. So, um, during my busier months, dog walking, I, I could sometimes be walking over 20,000 steps a day. Sometimes that's like equating to like 10, 15 miles a day. Um, now when we started working together, I have independent contractors that work for me at this point. So I was walking just a little bit less than that every day, but also still getting out and being active, like hiking and then taking my dog out and stuff. So, um, I think because of the nature of my job being so active, that really helped me not have to implement cardio like you would necessarily think. And then like we also had talked about before, like, cardio not necessarily being the thing that's going to make you lose weight in the first place. Yeah. Cardio is normally just like an additional tool to help you burn extra calories. Um, it's really the lifting and the nutrition that's going to give you the greatest bang for your buck. Um, but cardio can be a helpful tool, but being that you had already, or you were already being so active throughout the day. And even on your rest days, you were hiking, like you were doing so much that if we added any more cardio to that, your system would have been stressed out because exercise can be a stress on the body. It is a stress on the body. There's a range of how much stress is good and how much is bad. And we want to kind of be like in the middle towards the lower end of that. So if I would have given you cardio to do, your body probably would have been overstressed and you wouldn't have seen the weight loss that you did because you were doing too much. And that's a possible thing. Like, I think that we all think that more is better, but sometimes less is more. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, at one point, I remember <laughs> you started to reach kind of a, a plateau. I think it was a little bit in your head, though, because you were like, I'm starting to plateau. And I'm like, really? Because I'm not seeing that. But <laughs> <laughs> let's say you just weren't making progress as fast as you had been in the beginning. And you were like, oh, my God, is this normal? Um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that experience and what happened next. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely a little afraid that all of a sudden it was going to stop working, right? Or something was going to happen and the progress was going to be gone. And um, 
you know, when I brought it up to you, we had a really great conversation about it. And you were very reassuring and just confirmed that what was happening could be happening for a couple reasons um, was totally normal. You talked about those reasons with me, you know, either stress or I needed to implement some more change in my routine. And you worked with me on how we were going to tackle that. And I ultimately just trusted that you knew exactly what you were talking about and that it was going <clears> to, <throat> it was going to all be good. Yeah. And it was like three days later where you messaged me and you're like, yeah, this scale went down again. And I'm like, see, I know. that's all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also had a few guests in town and some spontaneous camping trips scattered throughout the program, which gave you a lot of learning opportunities for eating healthy, but still enjoying your life at the same time. How has your confidence grown in your ability to make appropriate choices, no matter where you are or what's happening in your life? Um, yeah. So the first few times that there were some wrenches thrown into my routine, it was definitely, it definitely made me pretty nervous um, with family coming into town. You know, I was eating at quite a regimented schedule and with routine of certain foods and the unknowns and what ifs of all of what would entail having other people over or going out to eat. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty scared about some of those things, like especially knowing just what's in food that you eat out, you know, and how it can be just not the healthiest option. Um, I was pretty nervous, but you know, you and I set up plans in place beforehand of how I could be proactive with choosing ahead of time where we were going to eat, what we we're going to do, but then also giving myself grace to um, handle those situations as they came and not become so neurotic about them, but really just make the best de decisions that I could in the moment, um, like making sure I picked a good protein source when we would go out to eat. And, you know, if we were camping, making sure that I thought ahead of time and planned out stuff that I could bring that would be good options. So um, basically, the experience was just a huge learning opportunity where I learned how to make the best decisions I could and to just allow myself to, to not judge myself through the process. Yeah. Letting go of that perfectionism. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a really hard task to do this, especially when you are that perfectionist all or nothing kind of person. Um, I struggled with this for a long time and I wish I would have had someone guiding me <laughs> in the same way that I was guiding you because there were a lot of times where I just went right back to square one and had to start all over again with my, with my mindset around it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I, I know that you've been doing a lot more spontaneous camping trips now, like where is your head now, like, obviously, you don't go on those things and you're like, I have no anxiety at all. But like, <laughs> what what's different now versus the very first time you had your parents in town, let's say? Yeah, I would definitely say that the experience taught me that I, I put in a lot of work consistently on a daily basis, that if it's just a few days of things being off schedule, or 
things being unplanned or unpredictable that that that's not going to reflect so much in the results for me. Like I am, it's definitely consistency that makes the difference and not those one-off days that are unpredictable and kind of crazy. Right. It's all about that big picture and looking back at how much you've done over the course of these four months or a year, however long it is, just all of the days that you did great yeah. versus the couple of handful days that weren't so great. Yeah. Like I remember being a little scared after a camping trip and like weighing myself expecting to be like back to my beginning weight. I was just terrified. And I was like a pound, a pound more. And the next day I was back down again. Like, so that Mm -hmm. was definitely, um, that taught me like, Oh, see, it's, it's all going to be okay. It's not going to be this drastic, terrible thing that's going to happen. And yeah, it's all about the consistency. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the scale for a second. Um, normally I don't have my clients weigh in and I don't require it. I should say if they do great, gives me a little bit more insight to what's happening. But if they don't, we really go based off how you're feeling the client's feeling. Um, you straight up in the beginning, were like, no, I like to weigh myself every day. It's interesting to me. It's something that you just wanted to do. And I was like, that's fine if I start to think that it starts to get into your head, I'm going to ask you to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I never had to do that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you be able to talk about that? And like, what was interesting to you about stepping on the scale every day? And maybe some, I don't know, thoughts around that? Well, what I learned by stepping on the scale every day was that this process was absolutely not linear. I was not just going downhill at a constant motion, it was a fluctuation of up and down and up and down. And learning that that was normal, and that was okay. And it wasn't like indicative of what was gonna be read on the scale tomorrow um, was super helpful. So now even when I see the scale move a little bit, I'm not freaking out because I know that that is completely normal. And that was that yeah, that was absolutely normal the whole time. I love it. Yeah. It's so amazing. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Those superstar student over here. Um, <laughs> so on that same note, what do your physical results look and feel like? Yeah. So I, uh, overall from beginning to end lost 10 pounds, um, and gained muscle. I definitely have a more toned look you know, I, I see just an absolute difference, not only in the way that I'm shaped, like my body composition, but the way that like I carry myself in my first photo versus my last photo that I took. I, I feel stronger. I don't, I have not felt bloated at all in the last four months. And that alone has been like such an amazing feeling. (laughs) Um, I feel like I definitely have more discipline and more self-control um, around around food and around just the way that I'm looking at at nutrition and fitness in general. And how about some of those other results, non-scale victories, mm. more the mental side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best part, honestly. <laughs> the uh, best part, yes. <laughs> totally the best part. Like I, I can't like rave enough about the self-love that I feel um, that I, I really have never felt like this before in my life. Um, 
I feel like empowered. I feel like I accomplished something. I feel like I helped my mindset shift. I feel like I may have even like completely rid myself of um, body dysmorphia issues that I was struggling with. Um, Just definitely a, a paradigm shift in how I view food and how I plan my days and how I just view a lot of things about life in general. And um, yeah, like when I first got sober, I lost a good bit of weight just mm-hmm. from cutting alcohol out of my life. And I thought I looked amazing and and was super just very, very happy with, with how I looked back then. And that was, yeah, almost five years ago. And slowly over the course of the last five years, you know, there's been a lot of changes in my life. And when I started to watch myself look different again, um, it really freaked me out. And to now get to a place where I, I feel like I look the way that I want, but I actually worked really, really hard to get here, like has just like I've leveled up in the self-love that I thought I could have for myself and like what I can accomplish. And I definitely feel like, man, I could maybe just do anything. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that for you. Like, oh my God, you've achieved so much. I mean, just in the sobriety alone, like that's huge. And then on top of that, this program, like it literally is such an empowering feeling to be like, if I can change my body. And I, if I can change the way I feel about my body, then I can pretty much achieve anything I put my mind to. Mm -hmm. And just a note on the body dysmorphia stuff, like it might not ever fully go away. Like we're humans and we have it. Um, but just knowing what you did in this program and knowing that all the tools that you have now that you learned, if you ever do start the start to have those feelings again, you can use those tools to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's an empowering thing in itself too. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Um, It really is like, once again, I am just reminded that like asking for help and being willing can really just like um, spiral into like some of the most beautiful things and some of the most like rewarding, you know, things. Yeah, absolutely. And even though it's help, it's still a lot of the work is on you. Mm-hmm. Like you did that. Yeah, I helped you. Absolutely. I guided you, <laughs> but you're the one who achieved it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's huge. Mm. What was your fiance's role throughout all of this? I know he went to the gym with you quite a few times. Like, yes. What was that like? Yeah. You know, honestly, he made so much of this so easy for me. Um, We had both like in the beginning of the year in like January, we had both said we really wanted to um, achieve a more healthier lifestyle. We were both definitely stuck in an unpredictable spiral with food and, you know, eating out a lot and and not really planning ahead. And we really wanted to, to change a lot of that stuff together that when I started the program with you, I think it definitely helped him have someone to be accountable to. And he was just a hundred percent on board with 
all of the decisions that I was making for myself. And it really just spilled over into like a decision for both of us. So that like, I have like um, a whiteboard on the fridge that I map out our dinners for the entire week. And I was just choosing dinners for the entire week. I still choose dinners for the entire week. And he's just like, and he's so, he's so enthusiastic about it too. I'm always like, so how do you feel about, you know, like, we'll make like a chicken taco bowl this night and then we'll do like a chickpea pasta thing this night. And he's just like, yeah, absolutely. Let's no, That sounds amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> like, even if it's something that we've eaten a lot of, he's just like so into it. And, um, and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we go to the gym together on weekends and I was a little nervous about that too. Like I didn't really want him to see me working out. I was like very self-conscious as to what he would think. And now it's become this like, really bonding time for us to go in there and feel proud of ourselves and proud of each other. And I honestly, yeah, don't know if I could have done this without his like full support that he's, that he's given me. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say that about the the meals. He probably really enjoys like not having to make the decision. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know what, tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> funny. Did he try to count macros at all or just kind of did whatever you were doing kind of sort of? <laughs> Um, no, he will. Well, it's funny. Cause I mean, I weigh my food out and, um, he also weighs his food and he doesn't really have like a strict tracking thing that he's doing, but I pretty much tell him like, he'd be like, so babe, uh, how much, how much chicken did you weigh out? Okay. All right. I'm going to double that. And how much rice did you weigh? Okay. All right. I'm gonna double that. And how many calories was that? And how much, how much carbs, how much protein was that? He's like getting an idea (laughs) of like what I'm eating and he's just, but he has a very, very um, active job as well. And he just burns an insane amount of calories during the day. So he's always trying to eat a lot and eat good. So that's fun. Yeah. It always helps when you have someone doing it alongside you. Yes, totally. (laughs) So what has been your biggest takeaway from completing this program? honestly, the, the self-love part, that piece is just like absolutely life-changing. Like I really can't put into words how good it feels to feel good about myself. But, um, one thing that I wanted to mention that has definitely been a game changer more so than I thought it would be is, um, when we first started working together, you mentioned that mistakes were going to be inevitable and, that um that was okay and for some reason that has just stuck with me this entire program and it has like (laughs) it's like bled out into so many things in my life because I am a perfectionist like you said before like I I feel I I can I can really get down on myself if I'm not doing something totally perfect or if I mess up just one little piece. Like, even though I know that it's just a little piece, I can just really go down a rabbit hole with feeling badly about myself. And from the beginning, you mentioning that mistakes were going to happen. It was just a part of the process definitely helped me to have a lot of grace for myself. And it's really hard for me sometimes to have grace for myself. So, um, that has been one huge takeaway that, um, just clicked, it clicked different for me in this program, then it's clicked for me in other areas of my life before. And I'm really grateful for that. And it's definitely been a piece that I needed to kind of just have a little bit more of a sigh of relief when it comes to the smaller things in life, knowing that like the mistakes are just a part of it and that's okay. Yeah. The thing about mistakes is like, 
it's one of the best ways to learn as you go through a program like this, especially with macros. Like I think making those mistakes is what helps you realize what you could do better. And it helps you stick to doing that thing you can do better. And you're not going to get that same education by following a strict and rigid meal plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if you mess up that, you you mess up and there's no other options, right? But with macros, you learn how to work around it when you make mistakes and how you can do better next time. So it's, yeah, it is definitely a really, really big piece of this program, but I didn't realize how important that one small comment was for you. And I'm, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I, I thought about telling you that before and it's always kind of slipped my mind and I was like, Oh my God, I need to make sure I tell her this. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. So what's yeah. next for you? Like what are some goals you're working on now? Um. So, yeah, so I, I still am working on um, personalized workouts with you and um, tracking my macros and I'm, yeah, I'm definitely just really in the swing of things. So I'm feeling really good about just continuing that and hoping to just improve my strength and continue basically what I've been doing and this really great routine that I have. And I'm hoping that somewhere down the line, Um, I can already see it now, like in, in when I'm planning out my days with food, um, that I kind of have a really good hang of how to implement certain foods without even like seeing what the end result's going to be like, Oh, wow, I hit my macros without even like, you know, triple checking, but, um, kind of hoping that in the future, at some point down the line that I would be able to eat intuitively and not necessarily have to track everything the way that I am now. Although I will say that I do really enjoy tracking everything the way that I am now. And I think that if I continue to do it for a period of time, I will be able to just really eat my best without really having to, to count it all. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, I would say one of the ways that you can transition into intuitive eating is whenever you feel ready to do a day once a week Mm -hmm. and you'll see, and I mean, I know you're going to continue to weigh yourself and you'll see that weight fluctuation. Like it's going to look exactly the same as if you were tracking macros Mm -hmm. because you have that knowledge now. So you probably are going to eat intuitively like a champ, like you're going to do it well. Um, So if you give yourself like one or two days during the week where you don't track and you let yourself and then continue to monitor your progress, that's going to give you that confidence Mm -hmm. to give you, give yourself more days to not track. And then eventually you'll be like, I got this. I don't need to track macros. (laughs) No, that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what would you say to someone who is probably on the fence about signing up for this program. I know you've already said that you've had a couple people reach out after you posted your progress pictures on Instagram, which I think is huge. I mean, I just want to let you know that was, that was a very brave and empowering thing that you did because it, I know it's not easy. Yeah, actually, when I when I uh, first shared some progress photos, like halfway through the program with a friend, I was really nervous to share that with her. And as soon as I hit send and showed her, I felt pretty freaking good about it. 
And um, so I surprised myself by just, yeah, really feeling proud and wanting to share that. And um, for anyone that's thinking about it, like I just cannot rave about you enough. And I have raved about you to like everybody in my life. <laughs> um, it's mutual. I've raved about you to so many people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true though. Like this, um, you know, it's definitely one of the best decisions I've made in my adult life to really be held accountable and to really take that next step in a healthy lifestyle and to know for sure that I'm doing it in a way that's sustainable and actually good for me and not just a fad and not just something that's going to get me quick results um, and then fade away. Like I definitely feel like what I did by entering this program with you was an investment in myself and my future and has given me the tools to live a healthy life, which is like huge. So I definitely, you know, recommend anybody thinking about it, that they absolutely sign up with you for sure. I I'm not kidding. When I say like, I would get off calls with you and I'd be like, I'd go downstairs. My boyfriend would be downstairs doing whatever and be like, Oh my gosh, I just love her. Like she's doing everything right. Like <laughs> even, even on the days where we had hard conversations about, you know, perfectionism and plateaus and stuff. And even on those days, I was just like, she just gets it. Like just is amazing. You have seriously just been such a light to me throughout this. And I, I appreciate that about you. Mm, thank you. I, yeah, I mean, I really can't, I can't say enough good things about how like, yeah. I mean, if anyone listening to this, is in a place where they feel hopeless or helpless about the way that they look and how that reflects and how they feel like I know that feeling. And it is like one of the worst feelings to feel. So to come out of that and to actually see the light is just, it's really an amazing feeling, honestly. So I'm super grateful that we connected and um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it, about you. Did you think that you would feel this good when you first started? I was very skeptical in the beginning, for sure. Um, <laughs> I think we all are, though. Like, I think it, it's just, especially when you are in that place of self-doubt, doing anything mm -hmm. gives you that feeling of skepticalness. Yeah. yeah. And I really thought that, like, I wasn't going to feel good until it was the end of the program. I didn't expect to feel good a month in, two months in. I didn't expect... I didn't expect that. I really, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, it definitely was not this. I don't think it's the kind of feeling you can expect, honestly. It's true. So true. Well, last question, just for fun. If you could eliminate any short girl problem, what would it be? Oh, this is funny. Um, <laughs> I would have some kind of like retractable stool in stores for shelves because I can't tell you how many times I have to literally rock climb shelves to get something at the top. It is, you know, it's terrible. But I wish I had like Hermione's bag in Harry Potter where you just like pull out a step stool. <laughs> <laughs> this world was not made for us and they need to make no. it for us. <laughs> have you seen those um, floorboards in kitchens that pull out and they're like a little step? No, but that's amazing. 
Right. I wish I saw that before we redid our kitchen. Oh, <laughs> Someone sent that to me like once it was all done. I was like, damn it. I would have put that in my kitchen. Oh my but it literally just like the floorboard just pulls out and it's a step. That's amazing. You know, there's too many times that I am standing on my counter <laughs> or stretching <laughs> up onto my counter with like one leg on the sink. And all of a sudden I'm throwing my neck out and I'm like, what am I doing? And so I could probably just use a step stool in my home, to be honest. <laughs> I, I have such resistance to using it sometimes because it's like in the closet and then I have to get it out <laughs> and then I have to put it back. And then it's just sometimes easier to climb up the counter. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, at, growing up, I really felt like I, mean, I was made fun of for being short and I always felt like I was stubby and it was just terrible. And I, I feel like in my adulthood, I have definitely found way more comfortability around being a petite woman. Um, mm. But even, but even now more so like, yeah, that, that I I'm owning this. I'm owning it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. And thank you so much for just being such a rock star. Thank you. I can't even tell you how much I appreciate you. And thanks for, thanks for letting me share my story. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you want to check out Liz's before and after pictures, you can find it on my blog. I will link that in the show notes for you. And also, if you are ready to sign up for one-on-one -on -one coaching, go to www.funsize.life slash coaching to learn more and apply. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.